So uh, yeah, anyway, it's good. And apparently the All Blacks won yesterday, so that's why the worship was just so lively this morning. And we know that the Australians got taken down. So I mean, what better day to be a Kiwi? Come on. <laughs> Anyway, there are a couple of things that I, uh, I felt uh, for the church while we're away. Uh, the first one that I felt was that God wants to bring a fresh release in finances for people. Uh, and actually what I saw was I saw a vision of that wall just over, just above your head, Simone. So you're in a really good place. And there's this big golden tap that was just there, right there. And then coming out of it was just a flood of, uh, of money. It was actually... Uh, 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 paper money, paper money, uh, just coming out, just a flood of it. Uh, and, uh, and, so, and there was a few things that God, uh, you know, this was while we were at Bethel, and God was just really saying to me, I want to enlarge. Uh, I want to enlarge and I want to bring, um, I want to teach people how they can step in and really live in a fresh and abundant uh, place in their finances. And the cool thing was, was that the tap that I saw, uh, it had American dollars coming out of it. Okay, so that's like 25% better than a New Zealand dollar, okay? So God wants to uh, take your finances up 25% better, probably a whole lot more. So um, I, I, talking with the team uh, on Wednesday, and I said, I just want to block out three weeks uh, where we can really talk about this uh, and, um, and bring some, uh, some revelation there. Uh, so that's going to happen at the end of, I think it was the last week of September, wasn't it? Yeah, last week of September. So, if you wanna, if you wanna be, if you wanna step into a new place in your finances, last week of September, first two weeks in October. It's actually it's the whole of the school holidays, uh, right there. So, can the trip you were going to do away for the school holidays stick around, uh, and you'll be able to have an even better trip at the end of the year? See, because you'll be living in the abundance of fresh release in your finances. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do that. And the other thing too, uh, that I really want to talk on um, was the whole area of healing again. Um, and uh, you know, I was so challenged, and I think I, I said this in one of the messages that I sent back, is do we believe the Word of God or not? A new declaration that I have got is that I shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's what the Word of God says. So therefore, things have got to come into alignment. Um, and, uh, and just getting their unrelenting tenacity to say, well, I'm going to keep holding this until I see it come into alignment with the Word of God. Uh, and so the Sunday morning after conference, um, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to share a word on, uh, on that as well. Um, so uh, who's looking forward to conference? Who hasn't got one of these? You haven't got one? Jared, anyone that hasn't got one. Conferences are an interesting thing because some people really, you know, conferences and camps, some people are like, yep, right, bang, I'm there. And other people's like, oh, you know, it can sometimes bring up sort of, so, I don't know, some, uh, some interesting feelings for you. Can I say push beyond those interesting feelings, get one of these, fill it out, because a shared experience is something that is really powerful for a family. I know that well. You know, one of the things in Canterbury is that uh, we have a shared experience of having gone through the earthquakes. Uh, and so, you know, we could see how that would draw people together. Similar thing happens for a church with a conference, is it's a shared experience. Amazing things can take place when you've got uh, several meetings in a row where you can really build something. Um, and it brings a fresh unity uh, for a church, a church as well. Uh, and God is right into that. So can I encourage you, be a part of conference. If you haven't signed up, sign up today. 
uh, because we want you to be there, uh, because I'm blessed when you are here, and hopefully you're blessed when I'm here, uh, and you're blessed when your neighbor's here, and your neighbor's blessed when you're here. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are blessing me right now. Who would you say, uh, I'm going to try and get a bit of feedback, because you guys, you, you were real quiet last week, okay, so you guys got to try and work with me this week, okay, okay, ready, this is good, we're all good, yep, we're here, we're in church, yep, cool, nobody's working out how they're going to build the shed out in the backyard later, all focus, cool, who, who, who would you say is creative in this church, yes, very good, Jared, in fact, actually, uh, Jared needs some healing prayer, after the service, because he has been kicked out of his seat that he had for three months. So look after Jared, okay? Look after him. Look after him. <laughs> He's doing it. See, creative. Very good. Who else? Who, who else would you say is creative in this church? Larissa? Yep. Very creative. Yep. True. Glenn Fraser. Yes, Glenn Fraser. Stand up, take a bow. You are creative. Well done. Very good. Your mum is creative. Yep. Very good. Who else? Emma Dixon is creative. Seed. Oh, fail. Oh. Emma Seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had a part in them changing their name. Yeah. Everyone. You reckon everyone's creative? Yep. Okay. Hand up if you think you are a creative. If you are, think you are creative. Yep. Very good. Is God creative? Yeah, okay. Look at those mount- those sequoia trees, man. They are way cool. Way cool. He is awesomely creative. Give me your favorite piece of creation. Judah. Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict in the morning. Yeah, I'm there. That is a good creation. Yep. Sunsets. You like sunsets? Yeah, I like sunsets. Snow, yep, cool. Clouds, yep. Yourself, you are the best piece of creation. Yep, oh, that's good. Very good. Babies, yep, babies, very good creation, yeah. What else? Come on, keep it flat. Spring, spring rolls, oh, spring bulbs, yeah. Spring rolls are a good creation as well, though. There's a few of those in our house on Friday night. Lambs, yep. Crackling, yep, port crackling, yep, very good. Okay, let's move on. Who, who wants to, who, who's, who's going to be in the line to see the um, God tube clip, when you get to heaven, the God tube clip of creation taking place? Man, I'm like right up there, eh? That's got to be, uh, be good. I bet there'll be a long line for it, but we'll probably all have our own personal iPads or something. There'll be no Androids there, there'll be all iPads. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, okay, yeah, very good, very good, very good. We are all creative, and God, who's our dad, is awesomely creative. Um, and, uh, you know, part of the reason I wanted to show that clip was so you could see uh, a great time and we could inspire you to go and do something similar. Uh, but also I just wanted to, you know, show you again creation. And uh, it was in Yosemite Valley. Valley. I mean, I love New Zealand. You can't compare to New Zealand scenery. It is second to none. 
Um, but uh, being over there and seeing the big granite uh, uh, side of El Capitan, that thing is massive. And then Half Dome and the waterfalls, and yeah, it's just fantastic. And again, I just went, God, you're amazing. Just your creation, your hand, being in all this uh, is so cool. So, so cool. Um, you know, people go to uh, great lengths to find their family of origin um, if, uh, if they were adopted or something. Have you ever noticed that? That, you know, people go to great lengths. I talked with uh, someone while I was away um, about her journey of reconnecting and finding her uh, birth dad. Um, and that was a journey she, you know, she really wanted to go on. Um, and so there's extraordinary lengths that people will go to uh, to make that sort of thing happen. And uh, I think part of the reason is, is that people want to know uh, where they came from uh, because there's a part of our identity in knowing where we uh, have come from. Um, and, uh, and I suppose also it just gives us you know, not only a sense of identity, but just also helps that uh, sense of belonging uh, that we all yearn for inside as well. Uh, if you have a look, I know I go back here regularly, but uh, what better place to start than at the very beginning when you sing, you begin with Do Re Mi. When you read the Bible, you begin with Genesis. doesn't really work, but anyway. So, <laughs> so God created, in 1 verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So I read it again. So God created man in whose image? His own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Uh, so we can kick right back there and we can track our DNA to God. We can track our DNA right back there, that it was him that before the foundations of the earth were set, knew you and I. He is our creator. We are part of his family. He created us because he wanted us to know what an incredibly awesome dad he could be. And he went to a whole bunch of trouble prior to creating you and I, to make sure that there was an awesome planet that you and I could live on and uh, hang out with him and hang out with each other on. You know, God went to a lot of effort to create the planet that we're on. And he did a very good job of it. For the people that like nice warm places, he created Hawaii and Nui. For people that like nice cold places, he created Rangiora. I was so excited about having missed winter. Five days of winter, I got back, and they were five beautiful days of winter. And then spring, what have you guys done to the weather? It's like minus five out there. I've been, uh, yeah, trying to acclimatize. But, you know, he created, he went to a lot of effort to create this incredible planet that we live on. And that just is another example of how much God loves us. And you are created in his image. How exciting is that? Sue Johnson, if I don't hear from something from you in the service, I'm going to be very upset because I've been looking forward to you heckling me, okay? <laughs> you are created in his image. <laughs> She's heckling me. Go on, aren't you? You'd, you'd prefer heckler than encouraging, wouldn't you? No, you go for encouraging? Okay. Encourage me, Sue. Encourage me. It's good to, uh, good to see you. Amos 4, verse 13. Um, 
I found the scripture the other day, and I thought, I like that scripture. I don't know how I can sort of turn it into this message, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, he who forms the mountains <laughs> creates the wind. He who forms the mountains creates the wind and reveals his thoughts to man. Actually, that's what I wanted to pick up on. And reveals his thoughts to man. He who turns dawn to darkness and treads the high places of the earth. The Lord God Almighty is his name. I, I don't know. I've probably read that, but I've never read it. You know how you can do that with the Bible? Uh, and I read that the other day, and I went, that is way cool. I'm going to use that on my message on Sunday, even if I can't tie it in. He who forms the mountains, creates the wind, reveals his thoughts to man. He who turns dawn to darkness and treads the high places of the earth, the Lord God Almighty is his name. It is his DNA that you and I have. He created this amazing planet. He created you, and he created you in his image. So every single one of us in this place is creative. Uh, every person has creati- creativity brimming within them. Uh, I think one of the dangers that we can run is that we, uh, we narrow the sphere of creativity. Uh, and I probably, um, you know, have never really thought of myself as being an incredibly creative person. Uh, but um, you know, I think over the last, uh, I don't know, however many years, God's just been revealing to me more and more how much I actually like to create. I'm going to carry on there, okay? I'm just going to carry on. <laughs> yeah. One of the things with, with just doing those videos was that, uh, yeah, I just enjoyed, you know, uh, me and Maddie, we were able to create something. And uh, it gave us a real kick. Um, you know, finding solutions to problems is creating. We talk about creating a solution to a problem. You know, uh, the the... Sphere of creativity is not narrowed down to the super dupers, the ones who, you know, the fantastic artists or fantastic musicians. Uh, we all have that creativity in us, and we celebrate that there are some people who are just a, a, a extraordinarily gifted in art and music and all those sorts of things. But we need to also bear in mind that every single one of us, we are creative because we are created in his image. And so one of the things I just felt like uh, I just wanted to do again in this church was just to sh- throw off the shackles. Throw off the shackles. And, and throw off any, uh, what do you call those things that come over your ear, eyes? Salt Paul had them? Uh, scales. Scales. I just want to throw off those scales again. I just want to throw off the scales and give you all permission to be creative. To be creative, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You know, creativity doesn't have to shout Jesus in neon lights to be valid. Okay? We don't have to narrow it down to it, uh, having to, to shout Jesus in uh, narrow lights. You talk to J.R.R. Tolkien, you know, the Lord of the Rings. Just got the biblical parody all the way through it. And, uh, and then C.S. Lewis, who probably, he was, you know, again, he, his writing... Uh, it didn't shout Jesus in neon lights, but it was all throughout it. Um, and as we uh, uh, come into partnership and agreement with heaven, it's incredible what we will actually create. That's um, not shouting Jesus, but is also giving evidence to him again. A bit like those beautiful sequoias. A bit like El Capitan. A bit like Half Dome. You know, it's not, you know, no one's inscribed on Jesus, but it shouts Jesus when you look at it. Um, you know, we give glory to God as we become our full self. 
as we step into everything that he has created and made us to be. One of the cool lessons that my dad taught me uh, was he taught me to admire another person's craft. Uh, and he'd often say that if we would be on holiday or something and we'd go and, uh, I don't know, we might go and see someone making candles or someone making glass or something like that. And uh, I still distinctly remember Dad would always be very impressed when, somebody, when he saw somebody else's craft. And he'd regularly say to me, he said, you know, son, uh, I've learned to admire another man's craft. And he himself, uh, you know, in, incredibly creative as well um, with what he was doing in, in education. Uh, so, yeah, there's a danger for us, I think, of categorizing, too, things that are noble and things that are ignoble. Um, whereas, you know, we, so like, you know, take for instance, we get the missionary, or we're going on a missions trip, and it's like, yeah, you're going out to save the planet, it's awesome, yee-haw. Um, but then how are they going to get there? Well, you know, I hope a few sinners have made a few aeroplanes for us to fly on. You know? <laughs> you're not a sinner. It's all right, Pete, you're not a sinner. You know. But you get the example of going. You know, we celebrate people when it's clearly about God. But yet, the means of getting there has also been created with people who are creative. And that creative uh, ability has been given to them by their creator. Uh, and so, you know, um, I, I hope... I hope that there are lots of people that are in the aviation industry who celebrate that they've been able to help missionaries uh, get to incredible places. The danger we can run is putting things into noble and ignoble. Um, I think when, uh, when someone employs us, when somebody employs us, they should get three times the value of what they would get over someone who was not in relationship with God. I think three times the value. One, because why? We're taking with us our natural giftings. Two, we're taking with us the ability to pray into a situation. And three, we're taking God-inspired creative ideas into our, our work as well. You know, I love the way that God will breathe on uh, my gift of discernment to use it out in the marketplace when, when, when I'm doing interviews for people. I just, I love it, you know? Uh, and, uh, and so I, I think when we're, when we're in the marketplace, we should be known. We should be known as, man, they just, they've got an edge. They've got an edge. Believers have an edge. But if we, if we decide, well, that's just, you know, what we do during the week. That's our ignoble side. But when we come to church on a Sunday, well, we're full there then we miss out on actually being able to bless and bring God into the marketplace in a really powerful and exciting way. You know, this world is crying out for creative ideas and efficient solutions. The governmental systems are crying out for it. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, I've had a few encounters with some, uh, some interesting ideas that are out in our um, in our country in terms of welfare at the moment. And I've gone, my goodness, we actually, we need believers who are in there who are able to bring the truth because there's some slanted stuff that's coming on. But, uh, but, but you know, we, we need to walk in there knowing that, hey, I am connected with the creator of the universe. I have his DNA in 
outside of me and I can bring creative ideas and efficient solutions to wherever I am, whenever I am. That's exciting, isn't it? That's exciting. You know, that takes being a Christian into 24-7 Christianity. When we get to partner with God in those amazing things and get a kick out of that. Give me some cool creations. Well, cool creation. Okay, we talked about creation. Okay, so like people, uh, so like babies and, and uh, sunsets and all that sort of stuff. Fantastic. What are some cool creations, you know? Things that have been made. Android. Yep, yep. God created Android, said it was good. Created Apple and said it was very good. Actually, I saw a brilliant, I saw a brilliant T-shirt while I was away. Um, Where's an Apple symbol? Uh, they're all hiding. You know how the Apple symbol has the wee bite mark missing out of it? And, uh, you know, the Android has that funny little robot thing. And this T-shirt had this wee robot sitting beside an apple, and it had, and it had its finger up, and it had put the um, bite mark back into the apple. And it, underneath it said, I fixed apple. That's very good. I've got to give them points for that, for their creativity. Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, what else? What are some of your favorite things? There'd be a few guys in this church who'd be saying dirt bikes. Deodorant. Very, very good creation. Yep. Video cameras. Yes. Very good. Chocolate. Way good creation. Especially what? Yep. Tractors. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Painting. Yep. Paints. Yep. What else? Clothes? Yeah. There's a win. That was a real win. Yep. Cool. Very good. Okay. Well, I mean, we've got heaps of cool creations, you know. I love the microwave. I think that is an awesome creation. I love the uh, electric egg beater. I think that's an awesome. The uh, ceramic hot plate. That's good. You know, this is all tying into food, isn't it? Okay, let's get some other things. I love four-wheel drives, you know. <laughs> we've got some incredible, incredible creations that have been created by creative people who get their creativity from the ultimate creator himself. Um, and, of course, we've got some fantastic songs that have been created as well. Uh, we've got some beautiful artworks that have been created as well. And do you know what else we have? We have some beautiful algorithms as well. Beautiful algorithms. Who likes algorithms? Come put your hand up, be honest. Who likes Algorithms. It's a good sounding word. Do you know that algorithms make these things work? Complex algorithms that I could never get my head around at school. But these things are full of algorithms. You know, the person who creates an algorithm is just as creative as the person who creates a beautiful picture. Do you get my point? You know, it, it doesn't matter if you're mathematically brained. That doesn't, that doesn't mean you're not creative. The, the, the creation of algorithms and the person who created zero, the uh, and accounting system, all that sort of stuff. Fantastic creations that make our lives so much easier. Uh, and uh, as believers, we can be, we can be leading the way uh, in these things. Hey, I'll tell you what. Also, the person who writes about algorithms is incredibly creative as well. So do you want a definition of what an algorithm is? Here we go. An algorithm is an effective method expressed as a finite list of well-defined instructions for calculating a function. 
Starting from an initial state and initial input, the instructions describe a computation that when executes proceeds through a finite number of well-defined successive states eventually producing output and terminating at a final ending state. The transition from one state to the next is not necessarily deterministic. <laughs> now there's some creative writing right there, isn't there? That's awesome. So like I say, as believers, we have the awesome opportunity uh, to be on the cutting edge of creativity in whatever sphere we are in, wherever we are. Um, we are connected to the hotline of heaven. We're connected to the dude who creates trees out of thin air. That's who we're connected to. We're connected to the God who creates trees out of thin air. Some of you may remember that message I did a few years back. I, uh, one of those profound moments, I'm sitting on our couch at home looking at it, our, our beautiful big tree, and it grows each year, and I'm watching how it pushes the playground out each year, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, how on earth did that tree get like that? I'm thinking, that, that's something. You, know, you can't create something out of nothing. And, and this is a great puzzle for me. And... Uh, and so I'm going, well, how on, you know, surely if it's taken nutrients and stuff out of the soil and it's converted into a tree, then there should be a big hole around the tree where it's converted that soil and stuff. Are you with me? And so I had to flash back to fifth form science, which shows you how much notice I took of it. And, I was, and then I did a bit of investigation and found, ah, oh, it's actually carbon out of the ear that is translated into a tree. So trees literally come out of thin air. How cool is that? And we have a problem with, with thinking that a, a limb could grow on somebody. Man, we've got the God who creates trees out of thin air. He can create a limb out of thin air if he needs to. Anyway, cool. So that's the hotline that we've got to that sort of creativity. Uh, it's cool. And, of course, we know that the devil's none too excited about us being creative. Because we are very good at creating prisons for him to stay in. The devil doesn't get excited about our creativity, but God celebrates our creativity because it's who he has created us to be. Now, one of the big uh, creativity killers um, is the fear of failure. Uh, you know, risk and failure, if we want to be creative, risk and failure have to be embraced. Um, and I, one of the things I really really is big to me is that people have permission to fail as they have the room to fail to fall over uh, and to uh, get back up be encouraged to get back up and give it another try um, but we we i don't know there's some areas in society where we're becoming more and more adverse to risk um, and i'm like man give the room we've got to have some room you know obviously we want to have safety boundaries as well but we've got to have room for failure uh, because that's when creativity can really flourish Thomas Edison, you've probably heard this before, but a young reporter asked Mr. Edison if he felt like a failure. Uh, this is after he'd had 9,000 attempts at the light bulb. Um, and uh, if he thought he should just give up by now. Perplexed, Edison replied, young man, why would I feel like a failure? And why would I ever give up? I now know definitively over 9,000 ways that an electric light bulb will not work. So therefore, success is almost in my grasp. It's an attitude that brought these things about that we are just you know so grateful for uh every day every day so uh I, one of my favorite sayings um we might make mistakes 
but we'll make other things as well. Um, and I've taken up a new one uh, for healing. Um, we, might swing, we might swing a few misses, but we might get a few hits as well. You know? Well, I, I'll tell you what, I'll take 99 misses if I get one hit. Man, that's going to change someone's lives. Yep, I may fall over 99 times, but that one time, that's worth it. Uh, and obviously, you know, the more we push into it, I think the more we should get hits. Um, how, how many people use Instagram here? Yeah, Instagram's kind of taken the world by crazes. Everyone is now an amazing photographer with these beautiful shots of their coffee cups and a blurred background in the back. It's, you know, we're just, there's, <laughs> there's all sorts of things. You know, the world is taking a different look at things, isn't it? Um, but you know, the origins of Instagram was that it was originally an app that was created by a couple of guys as a way for people to tell where their friends were. So you could have this app on and uh, open up your app and you'd go, oh, yep, uh, Glenn's down at Coffee Culture. Uh, and, uh, or, you know, in another part of the country, whatever. And people didn't get too excited about that. I think, you know, I know we don't like being spied on quite that closely, even by our close friends. Um, but uh, what they did was they rolled out a few different add-ons to it. And one of them was this ability to take a photograph and post it of where you were at any given time. Uh, and, uh, and they put a few filters on it, and people got all excited about it, and Instagram took off. Instagram was a sidearm of the original creation. But as these guys had this attitude, well, you know, this is bombing, but we're going to keep trying, we're going to keep rolling out different things, they found a win, and now Instagram was, you know, there'd be multi-million dollars involved in that. Facebook, similar story. Uh, as people have determined, I'm not going to give up, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, so if we can get rid of that fear of failure, uh, or we can get it to shut up and sit down for a wee while, uh, then that positions us to be extra creative. Uh, they did a study with musicians, uh, and um, they put uh, electrodes on their heads, and uh, they studied these musicians as they were playing different pieces. So they studied them doing classical pieces, doing jazz pieces, different things. Um, and then on one particular study, they studied them where they just said, right, guys, we just want you to improvise. Okay, so you guys just up there, just come up and, uh, you know, get something going. A bit, you know, a bit like free worship, really. Uh, and what they found was that when musicians went into improvisation, uh, so that's not playing by sheet music, just making something up as they went, they found that the, um, the, the function of the frontal lobes of the brain dramatically reduced. Now, the frontal lobes, you may have heard about this, the frontal lobes are the part that help us, risk, uh, help us filter failure um, and fear. Okay? So generally in a young person, their frontal lobes are not fully developed to around about 21, 22. Uh, I think mine only developed sort of when I was in, in my 30s. Uh, <laughs> that's why young people, you know, they'll jump off the side of a building thinking, well, I can fly, you know? Uh, that's why young people uh, are more at risk on the road. Because there is actually, you know, the, the, the ability to process fear um, and uh, failure is, is not the same as an adult. Um, and so what they were finding was that when musicians went into improvisation, their filter for failure dramatically reduced. Isn't that interesting? Oh, that's fascinating. I was thinking about that when we, uh, when, when we get into a place of free worship. And I remember as a song leader, uh, I don't know how you find it, Trace, but when I was a song leader, it was that, that moment where we were breaking away from the song and you could sense something to go after. 
that was going to be improvisation, and that's where you really had to overcome this risk of stepping out and the potential of looking like a real wally up the front. Um, but I know that those times, well, many of the times, sometimes I did look like a wally up the front, uh, but, <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, but, but many of those times, that's when I, you know, I went into a new place with God and something fresh was released. Um, so, you know, as we are willing to let down that risk of failure and step into, new, into a new place, that is where a fresh thing can come. That's really exciting. So, uh, so yeah, the fear of failure is, uh, is a big block to, uh, to risking and stepping out. So set yourself up. Set yourself up. Remember who you are created by. Remember that beautiful passage in uh, Genesis 1 verse 27, that you are created in his image. Let's say it together. You're created in, that's right, the God who created the mountains and the earth and the God who gives his thoughts to man. You are in that position. God who gives us thoughts to man. Uh, stop denying your creative. Live in it. Take it up. Wear it as a badge of pride. Because as you wear that as a badge of pride, you also glorify the one who has created you to be like that. God is interested in what you are interested in, and he is interested in bringing heaven's ideas wherever you are at any given time. One of my prayers when I'm often out walking um, uh, is that I just say to God, um, my mind is your canvas, Lord. Write on it whatever you want. Uh, and that's, uh, my, like, my walks are a really good time to just get creative ideas and efficient solutions. Uh, so my mind is your canvas, Lord. Write on it whatever you want at any time. So there's a few people that I, I just want to pray for quickly, um, and then uh, I just want to open up the front. We're going to pray for anybody that needs healing this morning. But I just want to pray for you. If you have never thought of yourself as creative, today's been a bit of, a, been a bit of an eye-opener, um, and you've gone, wow, actually, I have creative abilities in me. If that is you, uh, can I just be, be bold, just stand now. I just want to pray for you. Never thought of yourself as creative, but something this morning has just gone, yeah, actually, I'm going to wear that. I want to own that. I want to own that. Anybody there? Good on you. Cool. Fantastic. Awesome. So if you're around these people, just extend a hand. If you haven't stood up yet, be bold. Let those frontal lobes stop functioning a bit and stand up as we want to pray for you. I believe God's really going to bring an adjustment for people this morning. So Father, we thank you, for, firstly, for what your word says, that we are created in your image, that you are the one who has knit us together and you have pl placed your creativity within us, Lord. We thank you for that, Father. So we agree with these people. We thank you, Lord, that you've just been speaking to them this morning, that there's a shift coming, Lord, and that they're about to step in and, uh, and to know you in a whole new, fresh and exciting way. Father, we take authority over any lie of the enemy that wants to say they're not creative. We break the power of it, and we spit right back at it the Word of God that says they're created in His image. We thank you, Father, for your power at work in them, Lord. Father, I thank you for uh, this week for creative ideas and efficient solutions just being totally around them, Lord. Angelic hosts alongside them, Father, just speaking to them. And also the revelation of your Holy Spirit that when they are being creative, as they are, when they are being creative, Lord, they just sense you going, there you go, there you go, 
there you go. That they'd just be so attuned to it, Lord. And that that would bring a, a, a new thing alive in them. In your awesome name. Amen. Very good. Thanks. Good on you for, for standing. I appreciate it. Very good. I uh, really believe in for you guys to step into some new things. Uh, the other one I want to pray for is anybody who is, you know, just when I was talking about that frontal lobes thing and that fear of failure, um, and uh, you're kind of going, yeah, I reckon I hold back. I hold back from really letting the creativity that is in me free and loose. Okay, if that is you this morning, then I'll just, uh, can you stand as well? Um, and I want to pray for you guys as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Again, just extend a hand to anyone that's around you. Come on, let's be active in this. We're all believers. If, uh, if you're sitting, that means you think you are creative. That's good. So we want you to release uh, this to these people. It also means that you're really confident in crossing over the chicken line and letting your creativity flow. So we want to release that to these people. Okay? Let's do it. Come on, let's agree. Father, we thank you for your boldness. We thank you for the line of the tribe of Judah being within us, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have incredible things for us to step into, Lord. We thank you for a fresh excitement being released in these people right now, Father, as they catch a sense, Lord, of your destiny, of what you've created them for, Father. Father, I thank you, Lord, that they are going to step out this week, Lord. They're going to step out and they are going to meet with you in a whole new way. I thank you for that, Lord. We commend them to you, Lord Jesus. We take authority over any lies that the enemy is trying to hold them captive with. Father, may they just be revealed to them this week, clear as day, that they will see any prisons that the enemy has tried to entrap them with, Lord. Clear as day this week. We thank you for the revelation of your spirit. And we declare over these people radical creativity. Radical kingdom creativity. Let's shout that out together. Radical kingdom creativity on three. One, two, three. Radical kingdom creativity in your awesome name. Very good.